thank you for tuning in, for enjoying, for listening to the Brent Sullivan Sports Podcast. On today's episode, I have a special guest, Neil Thrillkill, on to talk about uh, NFL Wild Card Weekend coming up this weekend. We are in the middle of the week between the end of the regular season 18-week marathon and Wild Card Weekend, which is probably the best weekend of football that you'll see all year. So we'll talk about those matchups, some teams we're looking at uh, for the offseason to see how they do, to see what changes they make. A couple of teams that are in limbo here, both good and bad. So very excited for this episode and to talk some football. All right, so we're joined now by Neil, friend of the program, huge football fan. We've survived the 18-week regular season and we're here ahead of Wild Card Weekend. So Neil, how are we? How are we doing? Doing great, man. I'm just football's so fun, man. It's I'm excited. It's, it's the best. It's awesome. And I love the regular season, but now it's like nice to finally exhale. And this is just like the best weekend. Uh, you still got a lot oh, of yeah. teams and like good matchups. So wildcard weekend is amazing. It's great. So yeah, we're excited. So we'll get right into Saturday, um, I guess. And the first matchup is Seahawks Niners. Uh, this looked like it was going to be the Packers, but the Seahawks got in. Uh, they kind of had this great uh, revelation season from Geno Smith, our guy Geno. Um, they started hot, but have really been kind of reeling here down the stretch and snuck into the playoffs. And this Niners team is on fire. They finally got most of their dudes healthy, um, even with Purdy, a quarterback now. Um, but I see the 49ers by like 10 points, two touchdowns. I don't think this is going to be that close. What do you think? Really interesting. I think, I I do think 49ers are going to win. Um, I think there's a slight chance. I mean, it's a divisional rival, you know, the, there's a slight chance the, the Seahawks might be able to muck it up a bit. And if they muck it up and, and kind of take 49ers out of their comfort zone, I kind of see it being a little bit more competitive, but I, I do agree that I I think the 49ers are probably going to win. Yeah, that is true with the division, but I think Niners have won 10 straight, and they're like 6-0 yeah. with Purdy. It's ridiculous. The thing with Purdy is is they they just make it simple for him. He really doesn't have to do much, right? Right. Like, right. You just throw it a wide-open Kittle, hand it off to yeah. CMC. Yeah. But he's so, done everything. he's done everything right, um, and they are going to be at home. I just yeah. think I just think Seattle stinks. Like they've shown me nothing in December. Barely got in. Barely beat the Rams. It had to go to overtime. The Rams, which had so many injuries, and Baker Mayfield. So, and Gino's I mean, been—he was great to start the season, and he's been kind of lackluster in the yeah. second half. I feel like I don't think he's so, been bad, but no, he actually, no, he actually broke Russ's single season pass yards mark with the Seahawks. Which I was surprised about, but if you think about it, I guess Russ will run it a little. Yeah, that's true. And there is an extra game, but Gino's really been passing a lot. So I guess if they could get Gino and Kenneth going, but and the Forty Nineers have the best run defense, and that's kind of how the Seahawks get going. Is you know pound the rock, maybe get a few play actions going and stuff. So yeah, the the Forty Nineers defense is just ridiculous. I mean, we'll get into some of the future playoff predictions here, but. They barely allow like any scoring in the second half of these games. So 
Right. I think they should take care of Seattle. Um, and then the second game on Saturday is Chargers-Jaguars. I'm probably excited most about this game out of like any game over the weekend. You got the young quarterbacks of Lawrence and Herbert, and then these coaches that like really don't care at all, very aggressive uh, with Doug <laughs> Peterson and Staley. You're going to see them go for it on fourth, do stupid trick plays. Um this is tough because that Jaguars fan base is hungry. It's going to be in Florida. But I don't even think the Jaguars should have beat the Titans last week. They got kind of lucky. Um, so I am going to go Chargers here. I think the Jags is just a fun story. Let's be honest. Yeah. Right? Worst like, it's first. Always, like literally exactly. worst to first. Exactly. It's just fun to see them play. They're just excited. It's great for the fan base. But there are definitely some holes. They barely beat... In overtime, the Cowboys, yeah, and we we'll talk about them later. Um, <laughs> you know, a couple of weeks ago, barely beating the the uh, Titans without even like Tannehill and like yeah, it was Dobbs. I mean, exactly. So yeah, they they have some questions for sure. I don't think if, if the Chargers bring it, which honestly the Chargers are kind. Of, sometimes it can be a little hit or miss. But if the Chargers yeah. are bringing it, I don't I don't really think it's going to be much. Yeah. So I think. Chargers have been like sneakily hot. They're really playing defense. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just, I just think that offense is a little bit better than the Jags. I know both these guys are like, it's their first playoff game for really everybody, but the Chargers are a little more experienced. I just worry about the coaching. Um, Staley just, <laughs> I like, I like the analytics. You know, I love my analytics and math, but he's a little too wild for my taste sometimes. So. Doug Peterson with the Super Bowl pedigree could get there, but I'm going to trust Herbert here. Yeah, I think I agree. I think going on the road in Florida, it's going to be tough, but I think the Chargers are going to pull it out, yeah. Yeah, but no snow, no cold. I think that's that's key. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll move to Sunday, first game, Dolphins-Bills. This is kind of a question mark because you have no idea who's playing a quarterback for the Finns. I watched most of that game during uh, against the Jets. Uh, and it was just very painful. Rough. No touchdowns scored in that game, and it was Skylar Thompson at quarterback. Uh, as Oof. Of, yeah, exactly. Uh, as of a few hours ago, Connor told me Teddy got cleared, um, and I'm not sure about Tua. I guess if Tua's cleared, you got to play him, but I'm worried about Tua's long-term health. I don't think he should play. Honestly, but if we're being— I'm not a doctor. <laughs> if we're being honest, speaking about long-term health, I don't think the Dolphins win even with Tua. So, yeah. like, why don't why even play him? <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, I mean, they don't think that. But yeah, it's it's the playoffs. He gives you a better chance to win. But yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, I think this in is the cold Bill, too. Like, come on, in the cold. Um, yeah, I think this is Bills by two touchdowns, seventeen, think- ten at the best. You know, it's so unfortunate with Teddy because he just seems like he gets injured every time he plays. Right? Yeah, he, and... he's very injury prone. I I hate to be that guy, but I always have thought he's been overrated. I've never really liked him. Very boring. Mm-hmm. Like, is he good to start for a few games? Yeah, but he's never been a franchise guy. No. So can he play and keep it close? Maybe, but when, and think didn't it come out that he broke his finger? His finger, yeah. So Tack, like tackling a guy at a pick six, yeah. So if he's if he has like grip issues in the cold, ah, oh, come on, yeah, yeah. So I think the Bills roll here early window Sunday, um, and then the middle game here another. Wait, interesting... wait, wait, can, I, can I say something about the Bills though? 
Oh yeah. I think there is some concerns moving forward with them. I mean, they oh overall they're great, but they do have like Josh Allen has not been protecting the ball lately a lot, as well as he usually does. Like they're they there's a few holes that a few teams could might may, may, may be able to crack, but I don't think it's the Dolphins. Yeah. No, I'm with you. So they had the whole Hamlin thing, and I'm glad he's healthy. Um, they run back the opening kick and they have all this momentum, but the Patriots tied it up at 14. Mm -hmm. They were in that game. Um, I know it's Belichick, but, uh, I'm kind of concerned about the bills as well. The one thing I will say about them is moving forward. They're not going to have to go to Kansas city and they're going to get the neutral site game. Yep. Uh, we don't know where that is yet, but I think that's going to be really huge. Um, but we'll talk about that down the line. Uh, next game, giants, Vikings. This is, so every game in Wildcard Weekend is a rematch, but this is another rematch. Um, and the Vikings uh, barely beat the Giants uh, at the final whistle with zeros on the clock, I think, like three weeks ago. Yeah, uh, I think the Giants are pretty good. They're very boring, but I love Dayball. <laughs> and they just hang around. And I think the Vikings stink. Um, yeah. I've told that to people since the middle of October. They have a negative point differential. They're like 12-1 and one in one-score games, which is just stupid. You have Kirk Cousins now in the national spotlight again. Um, I do think the Vikings are going to win this, but I think the Vikings suck. <laughs> I think I, I think the Vikings are definitely overrated. But, yeah, what kind of Vikings are we going to get here? Are we going to get the ones that, you know, have to come back against the Colts? Or are we going to get the ones that are, like, blowing, you know, blowing people out? Right. Uh, we're, I think we're probably going to get the first one, <laughs> like... <laughs> like gonna barely probably a 61 yard field goal again to beat the giants kind of thing yeah which is surprising because the giants like yeah they are boring and i think they're 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 good i think people underestimate them but i'm still a hater and i still think if you eliminate one option for them which is the running game i still i think they're kind of easy to beat at that point yeah but, as bad as bad as the vikings defense is i don't think the giants are hanging more than 20 21 points so yeah, you should be fine if Jefferson gets going, but right. Uh, but their well, line, the the Giants' line is scary though. So if you let them like is. creep in there and then keep getting to the quarterback, they could they could wreck. And if yeah, if they're within three points or a touchdown, they're going to keep running. Um, yeah. And we're going to talk about some teams' futures in a bit. But the Giants aren't on that list. But I am intrigued by this because I think they have to pay Daniel Jones now, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, because before this season, they didn't pick up the fifth-year option, so it was kind of like, he's gone. But I think if they're close in this game, especially if they win, um, you saw what Dable did with Josh Allen and now with Mr. Dimes here. I think they got to keep him around. Maybe a two-year deal, three-year deal. Yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, everybody's kind of earned themselves a, a little ex extension there, even though I don't think he's the person like the franchise QB at all, but... No, like, but they have but, so many other holes they got to address. Right. Like receiver, terrible, secondary, not good. So you got to just pay them and keep them. But for now. definitely interested to see what they do. So I'll go Vikings by like six points, a touchdown. What do you think? I, I If I had to set the line, I'd probably put it like five, maybe. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I think it's right around there. It's probably, I think it's four or three. Yeah. So. I just don't think the Vikings are good. They'll probably win. They're not good. Uh, and then the final game of Saturday is ravens Bengals. Another rematch. We saw it last week. But this is kind of like the Finns where we got a lot of quarterback questions. How did the Ravens who, even make it into the playoffs? Is, 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 yeah, it's amazing. And they're, yeah. they're the five seed and not the six. 
Um, but they did put this Sunday night, which is kind of interesting, um, which kind of makes you think Lamar's going to play. But yeah. he hasn't practiced or played in, what, six weeks, a yep. month? I think they're going to play Huntley. Last week they played Anthony Brown. I don't really know if it matters. But Lamar's going to cost himself, could cost himself a lot of money here by playing. This has already been a, the big thing with the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll go Bengals by a touchdown by 10 points. It's a playoff game, so you think Baltimore played a little close, no matter who's a quarterback. But what do you think? I don't know who's going to play. That's the issue, is who is going to play. Because I heard, isn't Huntley, like, he's expected to play, I think, but I think he's also questionable still. So I think he was kind of banged up, but last week they just kind of sat him because they knew they were yeah. making the playoffs anyway. Yeah, so, but, so yeah, there's huge questions there. Um, I just don't know if they have enough on offense. And again, even with Lamar back, like you said, it's been a month off. Like, is he even, even if he does come back, is he even going to be you know, in rhythm enough, is he going to be ready to, to squeak out a, a win against the Bengals, who I think are kind of sneakily a, a little bit on fire right now. I feel like yeah. they really come come together. They kind of had a rocky start, but they've really strung, strung it together lately. So I really don't... It is a divisional game. So, you know, like I said, and playoffs, so maybe it'll be, but I, I kind of see a touchdown, maybe even a little bit more. Yeah, so the Bengals did get out early last week, but it was a little closer than the score. Baltimore was able to move the ball. I know it was the second half. Maybe the Bengals didn't try as hard. But, yeah, I just don't know if uh, if Lamar coming right off the bench is better than Huntley right now. And you do worry about the money. If he stinks and is hobbling, is the team going to pay him? Might be missing out on some millions. I think the Ravens tag him anyway, but... Uh, yeah, interesting. You think the Ravens tag him? Hmm? Well, they just paid Roquan today, like a hundred million. Yeah. And Lamar wants guaranteed money, so unless another team throws the bag at him, which I guess they could, then he's gonna have to take the tag. Yeah, that's true. But I think some teams are gonna throw some bags at him. I kind of think so. Unless maybe he, like you said, maybe he comes out limping and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, PC, PCL's tough, or whatever CL it is. Um, yeah. I don't think it's going to be look that good if he comes out there, but maybe they'll throw him out there with a huge brace or something. We'll have to see. Um, did you see the bangles and the whole coin flip thing? Yeah, that was a little... Was so a little I, I hated it because it was based off the whole Hamlin thing. And it's like, this is the best that's going to happen to the situation. Like the NFL did all they could with the scheduling. All you have to do is beat the Bengals or beat the Ravens in week 18. And there's no coin flip. Mm-hmm. So just shut up and handle business. That's what I don't, that's what I kind of don't get is. Yeah. I mean, nobody likes the situation, especially, no. I don't know the Hamlins, but, um, it, it's just kind of weird to come. He's healthy. About it. You're playing at home and you're going to win the division. And if, yeah. you're good, if you're a good team, go win on Mars. I don't care where you play. Right. Yeah. I just, it wasn't a great look. At all. And then they did the touchdown celebration. And I was like, just get rid of this. Like, shut up. <laughs> so hopefully that's all over. There's no coin flip. We only have to worry about neutral sites. Um, right. But I am interested again, because that game Sunday night, I think it's going to be close because if, they really didn't know who was going to be quarterback. They probably would have thrown that game at 1 o'clock or something. So 
interesting to see that one. And that then is, Monday night, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say that is I did I had not thought about that yet. So that is interesting. You bring that up. That is like that you, you know me and my whole <laughs> theories and what's not. Yeah. I mean, I, I work in TV. Yeah. I love TV. It's like if they're putting this game Sunday night, it's not going to be a twenty point blowout. They did it for a reason. Seriously, yeah. That's why they put the Bills game at one o'clock. Um, but we'll see. And then. <laughs> And then Monday, this is my favorite game outside of the Chargers-Jags. I think we're going to differ a lot here. Um, but this is Cowboys-Bucks. The Cowboys yeah. looked like ass Sunday against our commanders. Yeah. Um, they didn't really have a reason to try because the Eagles were beating the Giants anyway. But Dak still looked terrible. They got the first seed, right? Yeah, but the Eagles if the, the Eagles, Eagles lost. Won. Right, right. So I think they kind of scoreboard watched, and when they saw the Eagles were up 14 nothing, they really didn't try. But yeah. they did keep their starters in for a while. <sighs> the Bucks suck, okay? I know it's Brady and it's the playoffs, but they went to Arizona, beat my Cardinals only by three in overtime against Trace McSorley. Yeah. They were down 11 in the fourth quarter to the Panthers and had to come back and win and the somehow team. got to somehow got to sit starters in week 18. Can you believe that? <laughs> no. You're eight and nine and you get to sit starters in week eighteen. It's, it's a joke. Wild. So this team's terrible. You have the Cowboys on the road against the lower seed. You've seen this before. The most infamous example is the Beast Quake, where Seattle was the big home dog and they were under five hundred and Marshawn went nuts. But I think the Cowboys win this football game. What do you got? This is I think the hardest one to predict because both teams have honestly been kind of shit lately. Well, Buccaneers have been shit all year, but Cowboys have been pretty shitty lately. And it's, I mean, I, you know me, I can't pick the Cowboys. I just can't. So <laughs> I know you can't. I, I, I think I have to go Bucks, but I think the problem is that it's so close. Like if they, if either team lets the other one, if, if it's good, it's going to be close. And so if they're letting the other team stick around, you, I could see either one win. And right. I could very well see the Dallas Cowboys coming out with the win there. I think Dak has not been playing very well lately. And so that's an issue. Um, but then again, the Bucks are just, like you said, they're kind of not good right now. At they're all. not a good team. Like, I know I, I owe Tom Brady and you're in the playoffs and you're at home. And I think that final play last year where Dak ran out the clock, that's still stuck in everyone's head. But they played really well in that game. And they should have won, but just everyone remembers the time expiring and Mike McCarthy. Um, no, I, I think it's going to be really close, and I think it's probably going to be three, three, the the winning team by three or less. But I'm going to give a slight edge to the Buccaneers. Honestly, probably just because of home field and because I hate the Cowboys. So yeah, so I don't think the Bucks are going to be able to score. I think Dak will be fine. They'll be able to run, throw screens, hit CD. Um, and I just hate fading. I, I hate taking the popular dogs and I know everyone and their moms will be on the bucks and love the bucks. <laughs> the Cowboys choke. That's all you're going to hear is the Cowboys choke every year. But I'm I telling you, this bucks team isn't good. I don't care who's a quarterback. I will say who, whoever wins this, this game, I think they're going to lose next week. But anyways, um, yeah, that's fair. Yep. But I'm gonna I'm taking Dallas, um, <laughs> and so that's all the weekend matchups. But that does lead us to the future. So if um, the Cowboys Bucks winner would go face the one seed Eagles, and you said you got the Eagles either way. Uh, yeah, no, I, I have the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to make it to the NFC Championship. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's the same with me. I'll go Eagles, and then 
I also have 49ers over the Vikings. I'll take that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy, the top two seeds. And then the AFC, um, I got the Bengals beating the Ravens, so that means the Bengals will face the Bills, um, and they get that game after all, so that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then Chargers would face the Chiefs, another division game, so the third time they face. Um, and then for the AFC Championship, um, I'm going to go Chiefs-Bills. Again, it's very, it's very so lame funny. take, but... <laughs> it's hard. Here's my problem with the... Not my problem, but here's what I keep seeing. I think a lot of people are riding the Bills right now. I think a lot of people kind of like Bengals and stuff. Um, the I've said this in the off season when, you know, everybody, oh, they lost Tyreek and they, I'm picking the chiefs until they prove otherwise, you know, (laughs) until they show me something or they, they, they stop winning, then, then I'll stop picking up. But until you don't care, you don't care that it won't be at home, that it'll be in like Indy or Vegas. I think, I think that's going to make it interesting. I think there's a chance, especially if it is the bills. I think the bills give them the, 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 they have the best chance of beating them. Um, but like I said, until they, until they prove otherwise, they're just, they're just rolling right now, man. Yeah, no, I think I'm with you, but, um, we'll get to the Super Bowl in a minute, but I just think these, these teams, like it, it, it is a lame take to say Chiefs Bills and Eagles Niners, but they're like clearly the four best teams. And I think there's yeah. a huge gap. You can maybe throw the Bengals in there, but definitely this year you see like the two or three teams that are Super Bowl worthy. And then there's just a big drop off and that's just how it is. But I think my Super Bowl, I think I'm going to have to go Eagles-Bills. Wow, okay. I I like the Niners, but I don't exactly see Purdy going into Philly with those fans and winning a road AFC championship. They could play defense, they could run the rock, but he's got to have a two-interception game or miss a guy wide open at some point, right? Right. You would think. that's the thing about the 49ers. I mean, really, to be a Super Bowl winner, even get to the Super Bowl, Purdy's have going to have to play more than what he may be capable of. I don't know. You know? And he's, he's basically in- he's basically Jimmy G, and Jimmy G was able to do that. So it's kind of like you've seen this before. Right. And they're just not going to have enough firepower when it counts. I mean, they're going to play defense and probably limit the Eagles to 24 or 21. Yeah. And yeah, then, no, I don't I I think the Bills are better than the Chiefs. I know you love the Chiefs and you said until you see them lose. And I'm not even factoring in the Hamlin thing. Like I just think the Bills are a really good football team and especially now that it's neutral, they can uh they can beat the Chiefs. I will say about the neutral site thing. The I think that's a huge advantage or a huge like like um um uh I guess the pendulum like shifts back like more equal in that sense, because if it was in KC, you know, obviously the KC's fans there, but if it's in a neutral site, who travels better than Bills fans? Right. <laughs> like, the nobody, will be there. They're going to be there. That's going to be, that's huge for them. So yeah, I think that, that is, that is a, that is something to factor in. You really should. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's a huge advantage for the Bills to not play on the road and to play neutral. I just think it's a big disadvantage for the Chiefs. To no, not I agree. Home, hundred percent. I think the Bills can play anywhere, and they're used to the snow and the cold. But the Chiefs not being at home. That being said, where are there any like suggestions where they think? They so I've I've only heard rumors of Indy and maybe Vegas, but I think it should be outside. I don't want it in a dome. I mean, yeah, 
Yeah, both teams play outside. Why not, right? Right. And the Dome would be cool because, you know, there's going to be like 80 points scored in the game. Right. Which, you know, the NFL wants. But <laughs> I don't know. Like, I would love if they just threw it in Green Bay. Now that Green Bay's out, you know. That would be interesting. Like, that'd be sick. Or like, Chicago. Yeah. I mean, Chicago has an awful stadium, but Chicago right. would be cool. Um, Cleveland. I've heard, I've, I have heard Cleveland as a rumor. Yeah, because you kind of you kind of want something at least a little bit in the middle, right? So right. So pretty much anywhere Ohio. So you could go Detroit or Indy inside, but no, I think I, I don't do. know. We'll have to see about that. And then another storyline is we could have the Andy Reid Bowl with Chiefs Eagles. Oh yeah, <laughs> honestly, that's kind of my pick right now because like okay. like all the reasons I said before. I think KC. I think the Bills are the best option to be KC, but I think KC's going to do it. And then, like we talked about Brock Purdy, I just don't think it's enough to beat the Eagles, you know? Right. And so, uh, yeah, on, it's it's the lame pick, like you said, but I think it's KC I think it's They're, KC just, they're just good football teams, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so you'll go Eagles-Chiefs, I'll go um, Eagles-Bills, and then who you got winning it all then? Oh, it's so tough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's in. It's here in AZ, right? This year. It's in AZ, yes, sir. Oh, man, I think I think I gotta ride the Chiefs here, man. The Chiefs. Yeah, I think I'm gonna ride the Chiefs here. So Andy gets two, and then you're gonna really start having goat debates, or at least Seriously. like Mahomes' top three debates. If, if he wasn't already in there, right? Like, right. Yeah, I think I'm going Bills. But if we're talking future stuff, man, the Eagles are just ridiculous. It's it's unfair. <laughs> They're stacked right now. They have one of the deepest rosters, I feel like. Yeah. And they have, what, the 10th pick this year? Yeah, because of the Saints. Insane. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> and well, then, how did our division get so good this year? Yeah, and then so the Giants much. have competent coaching. Dallas is always going to throw money at people as long as Jerry's yeah. there. And look at us. Anyways, um, but yeah, <laughs> look, look at us. <laughs> no, I think um, I could see. Like, I want to. I want to know your like. Is there one dark horse that like, if everything goes right for them, you could see them like, kind of, kind of taking it. Or That's a good question. It? And yeah, I, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm gonna go with the Chargers. So, you got um a stud quarterback, high powered offense, yeah. and they've really been playing defense. I heard Slater practice today for the first time since September. So he has like three weeks to play. And here, if they beat the Jags, they're going to go face the Chiefs, which is a rematch. It's going to be their third game. They know the Chiefs well. Those games are always close. Mm-hmm. And then there you go. They're in the AFC Championship. Yeah. No, I think I, I like the pick. I think, um, yeah, I think what you said makes sense. Um, they're... Yeah, if everything goes right, like if they really start playing defense, and if, I, I think they could beat a lot of people in divisional rival with KC. Like you never know right. that, you know. You would have to never. go into that one. Would be in KC, so you have to go on the road, and it would be five degrees. I don't they know. They'd be this... on the road the whole day through, right? Um, right. Yeah, they wouldn't be at home at all. But I'm saying that would be yeah. very cold, and they're not used to that at all. But right. But this this would be like I mean I think not about the the Chargers, but some people have brought it up. Like this would be like the Bengals last year almost, right? Nobody really yeah. expected them to be there. Then they kind of just keep making it work, keep making yeah. it work, keep making it work. It can definitely see, can that. see and, that. And maybe the math goes Staley's way and they convert a fourth and five from their own <laughs> 20-yard line somehow. 
Yeah, yeah, seriously. I was going to say, my pick, not really a dark horse, but the Bengals, just because they're a third seed, not really a dark right. horse. But I was, I was, if everything goes right, I can kind of see them taking it. Um, I want to say the the 49ers, I wouldn't be surprised if they make it to a Super Bowl. Honestly, I wouldn't be that surprised just because their defense is so good and like we t- all the things we talked about already. It's just I just can't see them winning it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. Um, they can definitely hang in there on the road with McCaffrey and the defense. But yeah, I don't I just don't think any NFC teams are dark horses like. Seriously. Sure, you could say, oh, Brady, because he's Brady, but. I told you the Vikings suck. I said the Giants suck. Dallas is da- Dallas is Dallas. So Dallas will choke eventually. <laughs> they're gonna choke eventually if it's not against the Bucks. So yeah, I'll take the Chargers. Uh, maybe they can like win it. two games here. Um, but that is a good segue into some of the team futures here. Uh, we're gonna talk about a few bad teams and good teams. And the first team is the Niners. So I've thought about this for a few weeks now, and this is what if yeah. Purdy plays well and they make it to the NFC Championship? Do you trade Trey Lance? Do you bench Purdy? This is exactly to me the 2017 Eagles all over again. You had Wentz had basically an MVP season, and then Foles came in, and Foles signed a massive deal with the Jags, and Eagles fans were mad because they should have kept Foles. Um, so... What if Purdy takes you to the Super Bowl? What do you do? I think you got to ride, ride Purdy, right? But I don't. Do you trade Lance though? I mean, can you can you bench Lance for a third season as the third overall pick? I don't think you can, unless <laughs> like unless Kyle Shanahan thinks he's like the most mature guy, which I don't really think he is. He seems very honestly. He seems kind of childish to me sometimes. Just like his maturity level, I feel like. Yeah. Um. And so I just don't think he would take that well. And like you said, like the third overall pick, even though Purdy, even if he does do like takes him to the Super Bowl or whatever, like I feel like people will still there's still that expectation on on right. Lance, so and you're only gonna get like seventy cents on the dollar for Lance. Like, is a team gonna trade a top ten pick this this year? No, no way. They would probably trade a late first and then a second and then maybe another second next year. Like. Actually, I mean, look at the tape he's put out so far. Obviously, he's so young. There's still so right. much, you know, potential there. But the tape that he's put out so far, he's not a runner. Super he's yeah. like a young, he's like a Fields from early in the season. He just runs and kind of throws it yeah. a little bit. So the Niners are in a great spot, but I also think they're screwed at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. No, and then Purdy, and then you know, Garoppolo's leaving. Obviously, yeah, Jimmy G's was out the door to begin with. Um, if he was still playing and led them to a Super Bowl, that was a different conversation. But I think if Purdy takes you to the NFC Championship and loses by three, or if you somehow make the Super Bowl, you have to you have to start him week one because that would be an eight game sample size. Yeah, no, I say yeah, rock with Purdy. Unless really, I think the only happen the only thing eh, the only way it doesn't happen is like they lose Wild Card Weekend, and it and it's right. obviously like. It's huge because Purdy doesn't do well or whatever. Right, he throws two picks, and because right. that game would be against Minnesota, and Kirk would light them up or something. Right. So, yeah, definitely interested to see what the uh, the Niners do here moving forward. And then another playoff team is the Seahawks. So you have this this high pick from the Russ trade. Um, I think it's top four. It's like the fourth pick or fifth pick or something. But now, what do you do with Geno? Do you draft a quarterback this year do you uh 
keep Geno for a year or two more and not take a quarterback for a couple years. There's always good young quarterbacks. Like, you know, there's going to be people in college that play quarterback. So if the Seahawks hang in here against the Niners this, this weekend, what, what do you think they do with Geno and the whole thing? I think, I think they were pleasantly surprised. Everybody was surprised, but they were pleasant, pleasantly surprised at how he performed this year. I think you kind of like, if you think there's a good quarterback in the mid round that you might be able to get, you know, you like the tape and everything. I think I think you try to go with Geno this year, maybe draft a later round quarterback, see if he develops at all, and go with right. Geno for you know sign him to a two year or something like that. Like, but the thing is, I feel like there's a lot of team, a lot of bad teams out there that are gonna might might throw some money out at him. So that was kind of my point. I'm looking up Geno's contract now. Yeah, he's a free agent after this season, so you know there's gonna be teams like Houston or Carolina or maybe even the the Commanders. That say, hey, this guy wasn't bad. Let's give him three years, fifty million, yeah. and the Seahawks won't be able to keep him. So, I think the Seahawks should give him like a three-year deal, draft like a linebacker or a line in the top five, and there's always going to be quarterbacks coming out of high school. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, just keep him for now. I think your outlook's pretty solid if you improve the team overall, like. Yeah, if you go and spend your draft on on around the quarterback or the defense and run it back next year, see how it goes, you know? Because they might be stuck in, like, the purgatory of the seven seed of being eight and nine, but I think with all the picks and assets you got from Seattle, I think they're okay to kind of putter for a year or two. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I can just definitely see one of those those tanking teams throwing a bag at Geno, and good for him, but... It might be a mistake on their part. Um, and then some kind of lesser teams here. I'm looking at the Rams. This is interesting. You heard Sean McVay might step down. Um, just kind of leave the building as it's starting to start uh, catch fire here. They have no picks. They have no money. <laughs> and uh, A roster that is so old. Um, but my question is more around Baker. You, you have to start Stafford if he's healthy. I don't think Stafford's going to retire. But... Sure. He's a Super Bowl champion, and you spend all the first-round picks to get him. But what do you do with Baker? You know a team's probably going to pay him. But this guy learned the playbook in eight days. He's looked pretty good. His best since year two in Cleveland. Like I don't know if you're going to be able to keep him, and I don't know if Baker's going to want to ride the pine. I don't think they can keep him for that exact reason. And it's just kind of unfortunate because I liked him there. Yeah. I mean, he didn't look too bad, honestly. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think it's possible. He's, Baker wants to start. Baker's going to start. He he'll get another shot. We'll see how that goes. Like this 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 year was a roller coaster for him, honestly. And yeah, I don't think I don't think the Rams are going to keep him. So they better hope um, Stafford's available to play. Yeah, they would terrible then, without him. What do you think about McVeigh? You think he's leaving? I I kind of I can see kind of see the writing on the wall. I think like yeah he. I think the Rams are sort of on the downward trajectory. Like with all, like you said, all the old people. It's okay. You, you can say they're screwed. They are screwed. I think, yeah, they're screwed, man. <laughs> they're screwed. <laughs> they don't have any picks. They don't have any money. And you can say uh, it. Everybody's yeah. yeah. And it's just like McVeigh, I think he's, he either said it or implied it before. Like he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Right. So. Right. He said it right after the Super Bowl. He thought about retiring with Donald. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's like, uh, yeah, no, I, if I were McVay, I'd get out too. And the, the shit's about to go down that you created. Right. Right. Um, at least they got a ring out of it. That's the only thing. Yeah, no, it was, it was worth it. If you got a ring, it was worth it. Right. But so I could see him doing TV and make a bunch of money. And then when he's like 50, he'd be like, oh, I'll come back in the league. Like McCarthy. Yeah. I know that Sean Payton's doing. Exactly. So the John, the John Gruden, except no emails this time. <laughs> right. Right. Hopefully clean, clean background. Um, but I'm glad at least one team on our division will stink. So hopefully that's the Rams and, and not us, even though we're going to suck too. But um, yeah, I'm going to be out at least what half the year next year, right? I hope it's not that Maybe. long. They said he won't be ready for week one. I'm hoping week four. Um, I didn't have my Cardinals on the list, but we can talk about them. So Cliff is gone. Thank you. Bless. Um, they He's going to back still. <laughs> yeah. He's getting paid. Yeah. yeah, he's he's getting the bag. Uh, they said they're going to involve Kyler in coach coach searches. I think you should. I mean, he should I, have I final should. decision. But... Yeah, um, there's a bunch of memes about the Cardinals' next coach is going to be the guys from COD. Um, <laughs> That's so but, done. <laughs> I just I don't know who's out there. And you've heard the Sean Payton rumors. He's talked to Denver. He hasn't explicitly said he's going to leave Fox to come back to coaching, but. He didn't he say though that like or he I mean he wants like a almost Super Bowl ready or super, next to Super Bowl ready team right right that would be the only reason or would you assume, right right so it's like I just don't think the Cardinals are quite there especially with like JJ Watt retiring Kyler maybe not being healthy for I mean he probably won't be healthy for half the year right so like right. like I just don't see them next to Super Bowl I think there's some good potential there you get draft well bring some more guys over to replace Watt all this stuff right. But they have some good bones. I just don't see them like Super Bowl ready right yeah, now. We're, they're not not ready at all. They need a, need some O-line and D-line for sure. I, I don't think Peyton would want the job, but I just don't know who else is out there. I don't want another young college guy, but I, I also don't want a guy that's been passed around and is 60 years old, you know? I mean, do you guys have like a, a coordinator that might, be, might get a shot? So, so Vance Joseph is the defensive coordinator, and I thought the defense is pretty good considering the roster. I think he's done a decent that was job. Their saving grace this year. That's the it, only reason they he's were kept in games. games. Yeah, I mean, the D line was terrible, and now without Watt, it's going to be bad. Like you can't name anyone on the D line for any like average football <laughs> fan. Um, <laughs> and the secondary is okay. Like you got Buda Baker, but so if Vance is this year. Yeah, we're we're a third. So I guess they could make Vance the coach if the players like him enough. Um, he could get a second chance. I don't think he got a fair chance where he's been before. So maybe he's only a coordinator and that's what he's best at. But if he's the coach, that's cool. I would have to see the other candidates. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But I, to your point, I really don't, I don't know who is really out there. Like obviously Sean Payton's the number one, but I feel like there's like a couple teams that might get him and that's it. Right. Um, and yeah, there's not a whole lot of proven candidates. Like you said, I mean, maybe there's a college or a, you know, a upgrade, a, a coordinator, but I just don't think right. there's a lot out there right now. So they've heard, they've said Harbaugh is thinking about coming back. I don't think he's coming to Arizona, but that at least takes another vacancy off the market. Oops. Yeah. So you could have Harbaugh and Peyton go somewhere, and then the rest of the candidates go to Houston and yeah. and to Arizona. I just don't want another young college guy. I hope they don't do that twice in a row. Just that would be just a kick in the nuts as a fan. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no. You don't want um, you know, Cliff or you don't want the next head coach calling timeouts in the middle of the first quarter for right. 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 We we need someone that actually knows how to read the clock and has some clock management. Game yeah. So going back to the Rams and the Seahawks, one more thing. Uh, Washington aside, if you're a bad team, would you rather pay Baker or Geno as a bridge guy? I think Geno's proven himself this year. I really do. I mean, I know he's kind of he's not been as good as he was the, the first half, but he put in a really solid, really great year, honestly. And it just like he didn't he didn't do anything too special. He didn't do anything crazy. Like I think that's it's it's more consistent there. I feel like Baker he's had a lot of bad tape, especially the last like year and a half. And it's just like he's only put together what this last couple of weeks. I just don't trust it going forward. Like yeah, I, I know somebody's going to pay him. It's just it's hard to actually put my trust into that. You it's know? been a lot of garbage time for Baker. And, yeah, I think Gino's just more consistent and going to be healthy and just a little more of a veteran. So The thing yeah. is, though, I think they're both going to get overpaid. Oh, they're I both imagine. getting overpaid. And, yeah, so – and then, like, two or three years, it's going to look bad. But the first year is probably going to be fine for Gino at least. Yeah, they'll they'll go 8-9 and nine or 7-10 and 10 and – They'll yeah. say, oh, we'll draft someone, and they'll mentor him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's actually a perfect bridge here. We'll end with our local Washington commanders. This is a big off season with uh, some coaching changes today, just an, about an hour ago, announcing that Scott Turner's been let go. So we're happy about that. We don't want to see people get fired, but the NFL is probably the best place to get fired because you're going to get recycled. Mm-hmm. So he's oh, gone, and there's probably going to be an ownership change. We hope. We, we pray. We hope. We hope to God. Um. Yeah. No. The the Scott Turner was awesome. I think it's just been a frustrating offensive year years. The thing is, let's talk about Rivera. Oh, he. Okay. <laughs> I think. I think How ultimately. Much time got? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That could be a whole podcast. Um, I think ultimately I would like to see him go. The problem that I see is that, like you said, there's. it looks like all the signs say that there's probably going to be an ownership change, which is fantastic. That being said, we don't know when that's going to happen. And so it's like if it happens too late and all the candidates are gone and they fire the coach, then we're going to get a shitty coach and then all this stuff. And if we happens too early, like we just don't know when it's going to happen. So honestly, it's probably the best for everybody if he just stays. Right. And, and you know least, what you're you know here. you know what you're getting from Ron. Like you're not going to be the worst team in the league. You're going to go right around 500 and there's going to be hope for 2 weeks and then you're going to blow it at the end. So you're going to be yep. in games and look semi-competent at times. But the thing with him and with them is just all the mixed messages. They're saying they couldn't establish the run earlier in the year because Robinson was hurt, and they're kind of they kind of blamed it on the shooting, which is really bad. But then, why the heck do you draft Dotson and sign Wentz? Right, like it just makes no sense in a league where you have to pass the ball and teams have to score thirty points, and it's like all you're saying is, "Oh, I wish we could have ran the ball twenty-five times." Well, do it. I mean, running backs aren't hard to find. Well, that's the other thing. Like you said, the miscommunication or whatever it is, because they say that and then they run. Well, He's I just guess trying the to Giants, cover his they ass. Run, right. They run twice in the second half with Robinson. 
Yeah. They had a couple deep plays to Terry, and then I was like, run the ball, run the ball. You have time. And no, it's just Heineke rollouts. And they're just, they're just trying to cover for themselves. Exactly. And I don't, and I, I don't love Rivera. I think he's, what he's done is overall good, you know, especially the culture change that he's brought in. Um, that being said, though, I am a little excited to see if we might be able to find a good offensive coordinator to bring in. At least it's better than Scott, right? Well, so, there's probably like an 80% chance he has some tie to Carolina. So I already hate that's that. That's the issue. <laughs> is you? That's the issue is that he doesn't he doesn't look outside what he already knows, I feel like. Right. He never and, does. And what has been the best part of the team? The defense. And it's Del Rio, who they've never coached together. <laughs> like crazy, huh? man. So I, I hope the new owner kind of inspires him to You know what? He's gonna Ron is gonna have control, but I hope he just inspires him to let loose a little. The the interesting about Jack the the Del Rio thing is I was so on board with him getting fired and everything. I still kind of am, but I do have to give him credit where credit's due, man. That our defense was ass last year. So much expectation, we were ass. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, this year we were comparatively, especially in the second half, we were we really came on. The number one stat I saw is like we were like almost last in third down conversion rate. And I think we were number one or top five this year. And okay. in the defense. And that's a huge, huge improvement. And so I do have to give him a little bit of credit there. Right. Um, but that being said, yeah, no, it, it, the outlook is not great because we have to stick with Rivera. And what are we going to do? You know, we're probably so that, hopefully not. Oh, go ahead. That well, I was going to say that leads us to quarterback because you're probably your top of the list to overpay one of these guys, a Garoppolo, Baker, Gino. I could see Derek Carr. You're not getting Aaron Rodgers at this point, so you're stuck at 16th in the draft. You're just kind of rinse repeat. This is classic DC. Yeah, it really is. It, we it, we've heard this for the last 30 years. I feel like. And and I haven't even been alive that long. Uh, but <laughs> the out of those guys, I think the the one I would be uh, probably the okayest with is Carr, just because I feel like he's put together good enough tapes. He does have up and downs, but I feel like he's a little bit more up usually, especially if you get a good enough team around him. Right. Um, I feel like just Jimmy's just like more of a game manager. Baker, we don't know what he's gonna get. Gino, maybe, maybe this year. I don't maybe know. Gino, kind of, okay. Maybe Gino, okay. But I feel like if, Carr if might you be get Gino, player. I'm definitely getting you a I ain't right back though shirt. <laughs> okay, you have to. That will that will be in the cart the day he signs. <laughs> that would be awesome. But the problem comes back to we're gonna massively overpay one of them, and I yeah. just don't think that's where our money should go right now. Yeah, so I'm kind of cool with Carr too. Like in uh. With the Raiders in Vegas and Oakland, he's always had like a bottom 20, bottom 25 defense. So if you give him a top 10 defense, maybe he can score enough. And I mean, our, our offense is coming together. We need some offensive line improvement, but I mean, we have weapons. The stop Jahan really proved himself this year. I, I think, think I think it's a, like a top eight, top seven receiving core. I love it. And Logan Thomas, as long as he's healthy, he's good. Like the running backs seem pretty good. Robinson seems good. Right. We, we have good depth there. Like, I just think we, we need a short offensive fine. line, especially with any of these quarterbacks. But right. uh, 
but yeah, I think uh, yeah, you put that together, give him a decent line. I think Carr would be the best option. I just don't like how we're we're going to give him a bunch of years and a bunch of money, and he's probably not going to be good that for that good for that long. But yeah, it's going to be like four years, one twenty, and it's going to hurt because you have yeah. to pay Wentz too. They're just kind of they're just kind of stuck here. That being said, Howell looked pretty good though, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I worry too. Is they're going to start him week one, and I don't like him. Oh God, I, I, if they sign one of these guys, I really don't think so, right? Uh, well, right. If they sign him, he'd be the backup. But, but they, I think they might be like, oh, we've seen enough, and we don't have to pay him, and he's cheap, and let's kick the tires. But then on the flip side, if he does stink, you'll go three and fourteen, and you'll get a top three pick, and you can take a quarterback. Not too bad, right? Not it's too just bad. That our that defense is still young, and they're I mean Deron Payne. Hopefully they can give him the bag, and we can bring yeah. Him one, back. I think I think one of the D linemen is going to be gone. You have to. You, you can't pay either all Payne them. or Allen. Yeah, you can't tie up three hundred million to your D line. So, in you know, and in a few years, you know, it, you it, it, I expect Chase Young to come along. You're going to have to pay him. Right. Sweat's going to want an extension, like. The time is uh, the sad thing is the timelines don't match. <laughs> like, no, so maybe that is why they go for uh, one of those Jimmy G, Carr, Baker guys. But man, it's just so you're gonna tough. Be stuck, like, you're going to be stuck fighting for the seventh seed all over again. Exactly. It's just it, it's not a good option right now, really. And you, I think you have to let go of Heineke. I think that trust is gone when he went back to Wentz. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you'd have to make Hal the second string and That's just overpay somebody. Also, I don't think Heineke is. I don't think he's the future. I don't think he's a full season starter. I think he's one of the better backups in the league, honestly. And but we just can't pay. We shouldn't pay him what he's probably going to get for a backup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I think he has to go along with all that stuff. Like, but man, I think the trust is just gone with Ron. I I, I don't get the decision, man, to put Wentz in and then. So so the Niner game, they were in it for like three quarters, and then Heineke stunk. The game got away from him. They put in Wentz in absolute garbage time, and they scored a touchdown. So that's why you start him next week. It, it made no sense. I don't get it. And I feel like Rivera has done that a lot, and just and then never and really then Wentz an Wentz was one for two with a pick, and then two for six with a pick. What did I say in the group? I was like, please put in Heineke. Like, what more do you need to see? Right. I don't I don't get it. And so that's why I think really we need a, a coach. Listen, like I said, Rivera did a great job changing the culture, I think. We were a mess. And honestly, he's done pretty good. I think the whole commanders, the actual players and everything have done good with all the shit show that's been going on in the background. Right. Um, and so I think they've they've handled that as well as you can really. Um, but it's just I think it's time to move on. It's just the problem is we definitely have one more year, at least one more year with him. Right. But as right, long got, as we get a new owner, we're good, right? I hope so. Spend some money and not cause off-field distractions. I got one more question, hot take here, is the Bears got the number one pick, and they have a quarterback. So what do you think about trading some picks, if you're the commanders, to get fields? To get fields? You think the fields is on the market? No, or? but I think if they really like Bryce Young, they would. So a team would, would, would give a lot of... A team would give a lot of picks for the first pick, or a team would give a lot of picks for Fields, and the Bears would just live with either uh, either of them. I, I'd honestly rather have Young, but the Fields thing is interesting because I, 
I think he's amazing. He's an amazing player. I just don't see him like on it. It's kind of the trope, but I just don't see him as, as, as the future quarterback. Yeah. He's kind of like a great value Lamar, right? <laughs> right. Like he's amazing on the run, but like, and all these people are like, Oh, bears found their future. I just, yeah, he's exciting to, I just don't see the, he can't really throw that well. I just like as, right. as a quarterback, Lamar, he can actually throw. Yes, he doesn't make all the great decisions. Yes, he's not the best like throwing quarterback in the pocket quarterback, but it, he can get it done in the pocket for sure. Yeah. And Fields, I just don't see that. I would I really just love don't. to see Fields in a different system. And you have the weapons here in DC. Now, the coordinator might not be good, but he's had nothing in Chicago. That's also fair. The that only, is very the only. Fair devil's advocate point you could bring up but it's just i just don't think the the picks to give up for him and stuff like that i just don't i would rather honestly a lot of firsts i would rather go with the young option which i don't think he they would give they would no you would have to give up even you would have to give up like three firsts and all your seconds for the you have to give up the rg3 style haul right (laughs) and then be screwed if and then you have bryce young who is kind of just like rg3 all over again yep (laughs) and now we're right back to it for the next years and now i'm depressed again and (laughs) so yeah i think it's gonna be gino or jimmy g They'll say, oh, Jimmy G's a winner and he protects the football and he's not yeah. going to be like Wentz and, and throw picks. have his worst year. Good year, but worst year. And then he'll tear his ankle on Thanksgiving. And <laughs> and that terrible FedEx, you know, right where right, right, where, right where Alex Smith tore it. Right. Right where, yeah. Yep. Uh, you got to love the commanders. You but put, left you put, here, you put here, rinse, repeat, the same stupid process. I cannot emphasize that enough. <laughs> you have the 16th pick, no quarterback. You're stuck. It's there, baby. And then what are our thoughts on Major Tutty? Last point here. I, I, I actually don't hate it that much. I just think they, like everything with this rollout, they've kind of botched it. Yeah, I don't hate it either. It's kind of funny. It's no, not the I worst think, looking thing. As far as mascots go, like that's, that's what they should have done with the team name, Crazy, is they right. made a reference to our history. They, like, everybody loves it. Like, it, the... The name is kind of silly, but it's kind of funny, right? Like, right. So, yeah, that's what they probably should have done with the team name and everything. But no, but no. And they they did it so well. They involved the hog. They had a good good mascot, a funny name, and there's still a lawsuit with the old hogs, and they just can't get out of their way. <laughs> but then also, I feel like they should have. They, bro, you have two years and you don't have this ready on the rollout. Like, come on. Right. Just, just, just pay Mark May and all those guys. Like, what are we doing? stupid they're literally the reason why your franchise is valued at six billion dollars or whatever it is literally yeah oh boy so quick question for you how do you feel about if we get a new owner should we change the name no you think it's done it's it's It's, over you gotta i mean the the owner would pay for it but like three names in four years is it's a little much i think you've sold your commander's merch guys fans are finally coming around to saying it um, I think the commanders is kind of here to stay. I think you're right. I think that is what's going to happen, but I'm personally, I'm torn on the issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Cause it's just so easy to say the commies. It's, it's kind of beautiful, honestly. <laughs> I mean, maybe but, with this mascot teams will start, people start calling him the hogs. I don't know, but yeah, we'll get a nickname. Yeah. I think the, I think the commanders is here to stay. 
Left hand up, baby. Left hand up. So be interesting to see what these teams do in the offseason. Um, and we got the wild card this weekend. So great time of year. Football is always great. I want to thank Neil for coming on, for taking time. Thanks for having me, man. That was awesome. So big thanks to Neil. Appreciate him for coming on, giving his thoughts on the playoffs and the offseason outlook for some of these teams. Always great to talk to him. Before we go, get a quick look back at some of my preseason projections. I had my preseason pod back in early September where I talked about some fantasy sleepers and some teams and how I thought the playoffs were going to look. So go over that real quick. Um, in the NFC, I was definitely off. I had the Bucks over the Rams in the NFC Championship. The Rams, just a big Super Bowl hangover. Um, a lot of injuries, didn't even make the playoffs. Bucks still in the playoffs, but... As I talked about with Neil, I don't think they have a, a deep future here. Um, my playoff teams for the wild card, I had Vikings, Niners, Saints. Saints didn't have a great year. Vikings and Niners ended up winning the division. So a little off in the NFC, but the AFC was pretty solid. I had both the Chargers and Dolphins as wild card teams that ended up coming true. I had the Broncos in the playoffs. They stunk in their first year with Russ. I did have the Bengals with the Super Bowl hangover on the outside looking in. They won the division, so off there. But my preseason Super Bowl pick was the Bills over the Bucks. Could still happen, but I think I'm going to go Bills over the Eagles. I did have Bills over Chiefs in the AFC Championship. I know it's easy. That's what I had. Um, that could come to fruition. So at least the Super Bowl and the AFC looked okay, but off on the NFC. My fantasy sleepers went about 3 for 10, but I'm pretty proud of some of these. I told you to draft my guy, Tyler Algier. Alec Pierce and the Eagles defense in every draft. And if you did that, you were pretty good. The Eagles uh, were projected around in the teens on defense. I think they were over 15, around the 16th, 17th ranked defense. And they finished as a top 10 defensive unit. They got the one seed. They had some fantastic fantasy games for you. And then my guy, Algier on the Falcons, rushed for 1,000 yards as a rookie, gave you a solid 10 points per week in PPR, had some nice screen catches too. So. Really nice there as a flex guy, as a backup running back. Um, interested to see how the Falcons use him in the future. I know they're still going to do the kind of two-back system with Cordero Patterson. He's not going anywhere either, but loved the big rookie year for Tyler Algier. And then Alec Pierce showed flashes with the Colts. It wasn't the best situation at quarterback for him, but during that early week six to week 10, middle of the year, Pierce had some nice games. Um, I was off on some other fantasy guys. I took a lot of rookies. Romeo Dobbs, I said, was going to shine out of the NFC North. It turned out to be the other Packers wide receiver, Christian Watson. Uh, in the NFC West, I had Van Jefferson. That was a dud. And then the AFC were all duds as well. I had Cedric Wilson on Miami. They really just used Waddle and uh, Tyreek Hill. David Bell in the AFC North didn't do anything with the Browns. That was the Peoples-Jones show. AFC West, I had Alberto at tight end, and the Broncos' offense was just stuck in the mud. So a little off in the AFC, but very proud of Algier and very proud of the Eagles' defense. So we'll always do my fantasy sleepers and give you those going into next year after the draft and free agency and everything. So, again, big thanks for Neil on the episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll have another episode out maybe right after the Super Bowl, but definitely for March Madness. And just enjoy the playoffs and the wild card weekend. It's, it's a great time for football to be a football fan and to see what all these teams do moving forward. So this has been the Brent Sullivan Sports Podcast. Again, appreciate the listens and catch you next time.